You know my Jesus is all. My Jesus is all. Welcome to Sanctified in Truth with Michael York, a ministry of the Fairview Baptist Church in Ashland, Kentucky. Sanctified in Truth is a daily podcast for followers of Christ who desire to imitate Him and dedicate ourselves fully to the plans God has for us by deepening our love and understanding of God's Word. Our scripture reading today is Hebrews chapter 5, verse 11 to 14. As always, I want to encourage you to read the passage before you listen to the podcast. In today's reading, we're presented with a trajectory of spiritual immaturity. No one looks at a six-month-old baby and expects that baby to pick out its own clothes, do its own shopping, fix its own meal, support itself with a job. That would be strange. However, if a 35-year-old is unwilling or unable to do those tasks, it's an undeniable sign that something is not the way it's supposed to be. God does not expect people to come to Him mature in knowledge, virtue, or behavior. God's gracious to accept us as we are. But He's also gracious enough to not leave us there. Just like a child who has life grows and develops, so should a person who's received spiritual life. So how does spiritual immaturity begin? It begins with what we can label spiritual deafness. For the Christian, the most dangerous handicap is the inability to hear the Word of God. Such deafness is an acquired condition. Literally, the writer of Hebrews says, you have become sluggish in the ears. Hearing what God says is of utmost importance. We could even say that our health as a follower of Christ is entirely dependent on our ability and willingness to hear what God has to say. Faith comes by hearing. Knowledge comes by hearing. It's Christ's sheep who hear His voice. It's not about ability. It's about willingness. It's about whether or not we intentionally seek to hear what God has to say. And when we do not hear what God has to say, then we'll have a stunted growth. The writer of Hebrews tells his audience that they have received enough information that they should be teachers. But instead, they still need someone to teach them. As believers, we never receive the truth for the purpose of information. It's always for the purpose of transmission. Jesus told the apostles that they were to teach what he commanded them. If we do not hear, we cannot teach. And if we cannot teach, we'll never grow into who God's called us to be. The final stage that's mentioned is an inability to function. The writer of Hebrews compares it to the development of a child. When a child is born, all it can handle is milk. They don't have the capacity to chew. They can't digest anything solid. The writer of Hebrews says that these Christians, even in their relatively advanced state, are only able to process the most elemental things of the faith, and that those elemental truths should have been mastered by them long ago. 
Notice though that the language he uses does not speak of knowledge so much as it does behavior. He says they are unskilled in the word of righteousness. He says they do not have their discernment trained. You see, the writer of Hebrews is not exasperated because these people cannot explain the hypostatic union. They can't distinguish infralapsarianism, superlapsarianism, and sublapsarianism. He's disappointed because they're not demonstrating a commitment to faith through obedience. If we want to grow in our lives, it begins as we hear truth. And as we grow in the truth, that's only then that we're able to be changed by the truth. Spiritual maturity can be defined as when your doctrine bleeds into your life. This is the goal for us. As we seek to think through the meaning, implications, and applications of this passage, we want to ask ourselves our three basic questions. First, what does this passage tell me about God? God has not abandoned us to fend for ourselves in the process of maturity. God has given us His Word. His Word is the most important tool for our maturity. These oracles, which is a reference to His Word, that He's given to us are for our good. They're supplied for our growth and our maturity. In other words, God wants us to grow, and He's given us everything we need to do it. The second question we want to ask is, what does this passage reveal to me about myself and about humanity in general? A Christian life is to be one of growth. Just as a human grows and develops, so too must a Christian. Too often we settle for stagnant lives. We accept doing nothing. We accept failing to mature. Many so-called Christians are happy to accept another year going by where they grow no closer to God and show no signs of maturity. Every day we ought to seek to grow closer to God. We need to seek to grow in our knowledge of God, our love for God, our obedience to God. We need to grow in kindness, in generosity, in faith, in love, in a commitment to the truth, in our disciplines of the Christian life. And we should be alarmed if our life is void of any signs of growth. Third question we want to ask is, what does this passage call me to do? Maturity is described here in two ways. The first way is by being skilled in the word of righteousness. It doesn't say that these people were unlearned. It says they were unskilled. The problem was not that they didn't know what to do. It's that they didn't do it. If we're clueless to honor as to how we can honor God, it's probably because we haven't been listening. God's given us what we need to know. We just need to do it. The other way that maturity is described is through practicing discernment. It's not sufficient to know the difference between right and wrong. We need to show that we know the difference between right and wrong. If our lives don't differentiate between right and wrong, then we don't really have maturity. Don't neglect that, ma- that discernment has to be trained by constant practice. Maturity is doing that which is honoring to God over and over and over. Maturity is doing whatever is pleasing to God so much that it becomes second nature to us. I like how Paul puts it in 1 Corinthians. He says, be infants in evil and mature in your thinking. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Sanctified in Truth. 
Join us tomorrow as we discuss Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1 to 8. May everything you say and everything you do today seek to honor God. And whatever you do, take comfort and know that Jesus has already prayed for you, that you would be sanctified in truth. Thank you.